Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. To this week's episode of the Pool Guy Show. Today I'm going to be talking about how to set your pump's runtime, also some of the factors that go into calculating how long you should run your pump, some common mistakes that people make with the standard single speed pump and with the variable speed pump. And this week's podcast is brought to you by InuPools.com. InuPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts since 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And the podcast is also brought to you by the Riptide Pool Vacuum System. The Riptide is a powerful vacuum that pulls off heavy debris from the bottom of the pool floor. It's a great way to speed up your day out there on your pool route. To learn more about the Riptide Pool Vacuum System, you can visit their website at www.riptidevac.com. So I get asked this question a lot, and this actually appears in several of my videos where I answer this question in different uh, various topics related to how long to run your pool pump. So basically, you want to run your pump long enough to get at least one cycle of water through your pool system, which means all the water goes through the pump, into the filter, and back out into the pool again. And that's considered one cycle of water through the whole system. So for most regions of the country, having one cycle of water through your system is all you're going to need to keep the pool water clear and safe to swim in. But in areas like Texas, you may need more than one cycle of water uh, to get to keep the pool clear and algae-free. And of course, for commercial accounts, most of those will be running 24 hours a day. And it needs to be running efficiently also so that the water actually goes through the system at a fairly rapid rate also. So a lot of the times, the problems from, that arise at a commercial account, like an apartment or a, a hotel, or any kind of resort is that there's something with there's something wrong with the filtration system either the filter's dirty or something in that regards and then the flow rate is not quite as high and that causes the water quality to drop significantly but for residential pools and in california florida and other parts of the country you want to shoot for one cycle of water through uh, for a safe clear swimming environment so how we calculate how much water is passing through the pump is the gallons per minute in the United States and of course other parts of the world it will be liters per minute so since we're in the US I'm going to go ahead and for this podcast just keep everything in gallons per minute so how can you calculate the gallons per minute of your particular pool setup uh, there's several ways to do it but uh, I'll tell you the easiest way to do it is to install a flow meter on your pool equipment but if you don't have a flow meter there are some things you can do to calculate how many gallons a minute the water is actually passing through your pool pump and out through your filter. Uh, my friends over at inyourpools.com have a really good article on how to calculate this and how to calculate your total dynamic, total dynamic head, TDH, which refers to basically um, how long the pipes are in your pool from the skimmer to main drain, all the pipes by your equipment, you're going to make adjustments to the calculation depending on how many elbows you have, how many 9 degrees, how many 45 degrees, 
how deep the pipes are, and the dips and turns underground. So it's quite a complicated way to calculate how many gallons per minute is moving through your system. So by default, I would highly recommend getting a flow meter installed on your pool so you know how many gallons per minute are exactly moving through your pool at any given time. And if you have a variable speed pump, um, it's crucial to have a flow meter so that you can see how many gallons per minute are going through your pool at different RPMs or different pump speeds with the variable speed pump. So instead of um, you know doing all the calculations, doing all the measurements, and trying to calculate your total dynamic head, you just put a flow meter on your equipment and you will know how many gallons per minute exactly. So for a flow meter, my default flow meter is the FlowViz. And I have several videos on my channel about the FlowViz flow meter. And this is the most accurate flow meter that they make, in my opinion. Um, Pentair's new variable speed pump has a flow rate on there. But I was at the pool show and at the FlowViz booth, and they had one of the new um, Pentair VS pumps with the flow, flow meter built in to the uh, pump. And they were running it and he was showing me how that the meter was off by like 20 gallons per minute versus the flow flow this flow meter which is 98% accurate as far as flow goes so for me that's the go-to flow meter and if you have a Jandy check valve you can drop in the retrofit flow meter flow flow this flow meter into that spot in about 10 minutes so it's definitely something you may want to consider doing if you want to know the exact gallons per minute of your pool without doing complicated mathematical computations and measurements and things like that. And so the gallons per minute will give you the exact runtime of your pool. And that's the way you calculate how long to run your pool in the summertime. In the wintertime, you're gonna run your pool less and some people close their pools up in the wintertime. So I'm talking in season, how long to run your pool. And the best way again is with a flow meter so you know the exact gallons per minute. You have an example of a gallon per minute calculation before I replace my standard speed pump with a variable speed pump in my house, I had a flow meter on my pool and I was getting about 60 gallons per minute. So I would take that 60 gallons per minute mark and times it by 60 minutes and that equals 3,600 gallons per hour. So if I calculate my pool is about 15,000 gallons, it would take about four and a half hours to get um, 3,600 gallons through the pool and get one full cycle of water through. So that's a good way to know exactly how long to run your pool pump. And the reason why you want to know how long to run your pool pump is basically if you're running your pool pump for longer than you need to, you're losing a lot of money in your electricity costs, energy costs. So having your pool run for one cycle is going to save you money in the long run as far as electricity costs and overrunning your pool doesn't really do much for the pool itself as far as the water quality. So you wanna get it down to a science to save money and to extend the life of your equipment and so that you're just not wasting resources. Basically, you wanna know exactly how many gallons per minute your pool is running. So that's a quick way to know. And the easiest thing to do is install a flow meter to get the exact gallons per minute. If you have a variable speed pump, um, it's definitely crucial to know your flow rate of your pool because you want to set your lower speeds so that you're going to your lower speeds are going to run at a low rpm which will save you electricity however 
without knowing how much, how many gallons per minute the water is flowing at say 1400 RPMs, there's really no way to know how long you should set your pool to run to get that one cycle through. So it's crucial also, more crucial I think with a variable speed pump to know your flow rates so you can set your pump to run accordingly. So one of the big mistakes that people make is that they're running their pool uh, for too little amount of time. And I see this a lot on my pool route. I'll get to an account and the customer has changed the runtime uh, that I had set for six hours. They bring it down to two hours and they want to save electricity. So they, they have set their pool to run for two hours a day. The problem is you're not getting one cycle of water through in two hours. And the other problem is the pool water quality is going to suffer. Algae will grow. The pool will be cloudy. It's really unreasonable to think that running your pool uh, for two or three hours a day is going to be sufficient. So in that regard, a variable speed pump. A lot of customers will set it at 1400 RPMs and run it for five hours. And then they'll boost it up to 2000 RPMs and run it for two hours. And I can just tell if the pool's small, maybe that's fine, like 5,000 gallons. But for a standard 20, 25,000 gallon pool, that's definitely way less than is required to run it. And I had an account where the automated system was malfunctioning. And I didn't know this because it was in the house, but I, I noticed that the pool was cloudy, it was getting algae, and I couldn't figure it out. And the customer said the pool was running running all the time. It was running on this regular schedule. But when I finally was able to get in the house and look at the uh, panel, I saw that for some reason the automated system had defaulted and was running the variable speed pump at 1400 RPMs um, and the high speed program was not running at all. So yeah, the pool was running, you know, eight hours a day at low speed. The customer said it was running, but for some reason the high speed program wasn't running. So I reset the system, got everything working and started running at high speed again for the normal five hours. And definitely the following week the pool had cleared up. So it's crucial on a variable speed pump to run it enough to get the cycle of water through. So typically, like my pool, I run it at 1400 RPMs from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., which is about uh, 200 watts, less than 200 watts, about 180 watts of power for those hours. And then from uh, 2 to 5 p.m., I run it at a higher speed, 2400 RPMs, and that gets the full cycle of water through and it saves me um, a lot of money on my energy costs. Uh, my energy bill went down to about half of what it was when I put the variable speed pump in. So I know I'm getting a full cycle of water through because I have a flow meter on my equipment that tells me how much flow is at 1400 RPMs and how much flow is at 2400 RPMs. And I can set the timer accordingly to maximize my energy savings there. Or knowing about the variable speed pump, I definitely recommend if when your pump dies or if you can afford to swap it out with a VS variable speed pump, you'll um, really appreciate the energy savings that this pump offers. And if you have a flow meter, you'll be able to set it exactly to get the runtime that you desire and you'll maximize energy savings. It'll pretty much pay for itself in the first year as far as energy savings. My electric bill, again, dropped about 40%. Uh, just by putting the variable speed pump in and running it at a lower RPM all day. Your standard speed pump running at the full 3450 RPMs every hour, you're using about um, 18 100 watt light bulbs in your house, basically. So you can see, I can see why customers want to run their pool less because their electricity bill goes up quite a bit in the summertime with their air conditioner running and whatnot. But 
you know, the variable speed pump is a great way to um, compensate for that higher energy cost in the summertime. And I highly recommend the variable speed pump. And again, a flow meter to know how long to run that pump and set it. Because if you don't have a flow meter, you're just guessing with the time. And I, I spent a lot of time on my pool route readjusting customers' pumps, variable speed pumps, when they set it for a lot less than it should be, thinking that um, for some reason people think that running it at you know 1,600 RPMs for four hours a day is going to be is the same as their old pump and they're running it at you know 3450 RPMs, which is a standard speed pump speed for four hours a day. There's quite a difference in the flow rate for sure. So you know you get an idea of the savings of variable speed pump when you actually install it and look at your electric electricity bill the following month, and you'll be pretty amazed at the amount of money that you save. Um, of course, you have to sit at a lower RPM. So a lot of installers will a lot of uh, companies will sell variable speed pumps to their customers and then they set the pump to run at high speed all the time, um, which I've seen that happen quite a few times. The customer is saying they're not saving any money. And I go out there and I see that the installer has it running at, you know, 3150 RPMs for eight hours a day and there's no low speed setting in there at all. So that's another thing also when you have the variable speed pump, running it at low RPMs is a great way to save money touch on when to run your pump so this is one of those things where I get a lot of questions you know should you run your pump during the day or should you run it at nighttime and I highly recommend you run your pump in the daytime when the Sun is hitting the pool so my pump runs on high speed from 2 to 5 p.m. at pretty much the peak of the sunlight here in my area and you want to run your pool during the day because as it's circulating it'll really help um, keep the pool Free of algae and it'll just be more efficient running when it's at the peak sunlight versus at nighttime when there's really no benefit of running it at night and a lot of people say well if I run it at nighttime my, my electricity bill will be less because I'm not using a lot of power during the day in my area we have Southern California Edison and that's really a misnomer because our electricity bills are calculated on a tier basis and it doesn't really matter when you use it they do offer an off-peak program that you can sign up for, but that's something you have to actually physically go and sign up for. And you'll save money if you run your pool equipment before 10 a.m. and after 7 p.m. at night, which is the off-peak hours. But unless you sign up for that program, running your pool at night is not going to save you any money at all. And it's going to definitely affect the water quality of the pool. Also, by running the pool at night, there's no way to know if there's a problem with your pool. Um, I had a customer running their pool at nighttime and the pump wasn't priming. They had no idea what was for a week it wasn't running. But since it's running from 10 a.m. 10 p.m. till 6 in the morning, there's no way to know if you no know one's out there looking at the pump at that time. So running your pump at night is also not really efficient as far as uh, for keeping an eye on your equipment to see if everything's running. Um, you want to run it during the daytime so you know if it's actually running, if there's any problems. So that's a, a pretty big drawback with running your pool at night. And there's really no reason to run it at nighttime because you're not saving any electricity really. Unless of course your um, energy company calculates your bill based on time time of day. But here in California, that's not how we're billed unless you set your system up, unless you set your billing up to be that way. So run your pool during the day at the peak of the heat of the day. And that's the best water quality. If you 
can't run it during the peak of the day because you're using your pool, let's say at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, well, definitely run it from 9 till 3 so that it gets most of the peak of the day. And you can also set it to run uh, twice a day. You can set it to run later in the evening if you need to also. So bottom line, run your pool during the daylight hours. It's the most effective way to run your pool and to keep the water quality good. You also want to run your pool when you add chemicals for at least three hours. So if you have an automated system, you want to just hit the timeout button that'll run the pool for three hours while you add chemicals. If you do your pool yourself, you want to kind of set it so that um, when you're adding chemicals, the pool's going to run for at least three hours. On my pool route, I have all my customers set, timers set, so that when I get to the account, I'll have more than enough time for the water to circulate when I add chemicals. So if I'm going to get to someone's house at 9 in the morning, I know the pool is going to be running till at least 2 o'clock in the afternoon or 3 o'clock so I can add the chemi add chemicals without worrying about it, worrying about the circulation. So you don't want to add chemicals to your pool when the pool is off and sitting there. You want to make sure the pool is running when you add the chemicals. So kind of time it also, time your maintenance to coincide with when the pool is running. If you don't have a flow meter yet and you you want to see how long to run your pool, you can kind of use that rule of thumb. The uh, You can kind of calculate and then you'll subtract and get your gallons per minute that way. Um, again, it's a pretty complicated formula to get the gallons per minute exactly. Um, you can just use my pool as, as an example. It was a standard uh, 1.5 horsepower pump with a 320 square foot cartridge filter and the skimmer was about 10 feet from the pump. The main drain was another 20 feet. And I had quite a few curves in the pipe because of my salt system and the heater. And I was getting 60 gallons per minute out of a 1.5 horsepower whisper flow pump. But I guess give you some idea of kind of um, the flow on a typical pool. And so you'll just be estimating. So figure, you know, as a default, I would figure 50 gallons per minute on anything over one horsepower and you can kind of get an idea of how long to run the pool. If you notice that the pool is cloudy, getting algae, or it just doesn't look good, then you're probably running your pool uh, too little. And again, there's no way running it two hours a day is going to do anything for your pool. You might as well just leave it off in that case. Uh, I'm serious. You need to really run your pool um, to get it circulating. And I think a lot of people really overrun their pool. I see a lot of other videos out there where people are running their customer systems for 12 hours a day in Florida, and it's really unnecessary. I mean, the Florida pools, a lot of them are really small, you know, 10, 12,000 gallons. And if you're running that pool 12 hours a day, you're, it's way overkill. So definitely um, invest in a flow meter to see how many gallons per minute are actually flowing in your pool, run your pool during the day, and really don't overrun your pool. You're going to really burn out your pump prematurely and you're just wasting electricity by running your pool 12 hours a day when you may just need to run it four or five hours a day depending on how much, how much flow you actually have in your pool. So those are some tips. Um, you also, one last thing I guess I should mention is that there's some factors that will interfere with flow and one of them is having a dirty filter. So you want to be on top of your pool filter and clean it or backwash it when the PSI uh, gets to a higher level. So typically if you have a DE filter and you clean it and the PSI, the pressure gauge, I'm saying PSI, but the pressure gauge is uh, reading 20 PSI and it goes up to 30, you can either backwash it or take it apart and clean it and get it back down to 20. And this will also affect the flow of the pool. So very important factor. Uh, I don't want to fail to mention that. 
If you have a cartridge filter, definitely clean it. If you have a, a single bullet cartridge filter, you want to clean it probably every month in the summertime to keep that flow really going. Same regards the sand filter, you want to backwash it and keep that pressure. Whenever it goes up about 8 psi, you want to backwash and bring it down so that you have more flow. And make sure your pump is running effectively and efficiently. Make sure the skimmer basket is empty, the pump basket is empty. All of those affect the flow of the pool. And you want to make sure that you're getting the maximum flow for your pump to get that gallon per minute. I did an experiment with my pool where I cleaned the filters after six months and I checked the flow. And it did change by about four gallons per minute with my filter. It's a fairly large filter, so the difference wasn't quite dramatic. But... Um, I can imagine if the filter's really dirty that, you know, 6 to 10 gallons per minute is pretty huge if you're calculating it for the whole day. If you need more resources, you can definitely check out my website. And on my website, you can purchase my ebook for $9.99. This ebook has over 200 pages of helpful uh, pool uh, information from cleaning your pool to um, automatic cleaners, anything related to the pools, you, a pool you'll find in the ebook. You can also email me for one-on-one -on -one help. If you're in the service industry and you're looking for uh, more help with your pool route, you can consider joining my coaching group. For $10 a month, you can text me in real time. And for $20 a month, you can call or text me. You also get a free copy of my ebook, and you'll get a 10% discount on your general liability insurance. And if you're a um, homeowner, you may also want to join me on Patreon. I have a couple homeowners in the $10 level on the site and they've been texting me different questions about their pool and I've been able to answer them on the spot. So it's a great way to get um, kind of an instant answer for your problem and to get pool service for $10 a month is a great bargain. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.